0: This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Lead Gen Pros, making it incredibly easy for the average real estate investor and business owner to get more leads. They work with a variety of companies who specialize in real estate investing and who are looking for a systemized way to increase their lead flow and grow their business. If that sounds like you, check out theleadgenpros.com.
0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another podcast. It's Max Maxwell, your host, and I'm here with Tommy, Tommy Holt. Now, now, hold on, wait, before you say anything, (laughs) before you even get started. (laughs) You were like the first person that was in, not this room, because I I have another podcast room that I don't show that much. You were the first person to record a podcast in this studio that we built. That's right.
1: I'm an inaugural member. That's right. I need special privilege. Matter of fact, I'm upset because I don't have a dollar. I don't have a dollar on the table. I need a well, dollar. Well, you still
0: the first podcast was after this table was built, so you wouldn't be in in the table.
1: What you should do is like everybody that comes here, they should be able to sign their name and just have dollars for everybody that.
0: There's bars that do that and we're not a bar. <laughs> but how you been, man? How's things I'm been going? I'm good, man.
1: I'm good, man. Uh just out here just living life, man, doing this wholesaling thing, doing this of this short-term rental thing, just out here just, you know, trying to really uh set myself apart
0: in this real estate game. You've been doing some creative stuff, but how's, the, how's wholesaling going for you?
1: It's going good. So what we've uh, kind of did some testing. In, I'm in the Atlanta market, mm-hmm. um, and, man, there's just a lot of activity in the Atlanta market. And so what we decided to do was branch out. We went to some, like, B or C-class cities, mm-hmm. um, and we started pushing uh, marketing dollars that way. Yeah. And that's been paying. Paying out, you know, like so, crazy. like the,
0: so, like the outside of the suburbs of Atlanta, maybe whole different cities. Like correct, correct. Hour or two away or something like exactly, that. Exactly,
1: exactly. Okay. So not even like right, because you know everybody, if you can't do it right in the city of Atlanta, mm-hmm. you're you know one one city over. I'm talking about where they're probably about two hours out away from the city. Okay,
0: yeah, and and that's something similar to like the Nashville market that I mean, you know, people are okay with the hour away properties because. Yep is like million now. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So get a good property.
1: And I, I think the other thing is that we're seeing is that um, you know, we we do a lot of RVMs. Mm-hmm. Um and in I know me personally, just being in the Atlanta area, I probably get like about ten RVMs every single day to hit my phone. Yeah. Um whereas some of these other cities they're not they're not getting bombarded with that many calls. So and you're it's talking almost about like, like everything
0: from insurance Yeah,
1: insurance all. to like I always get the thing that my, my vehicle warranty, they wanna put a new warranty on my like all, crazy stuff, <laughs> right? But like 10 times a day, literally 10 times a day, I'm getting these RVMs. Um, so people are consequently, they're just listening to them. They're not even listening to the message. They're just hanging up. Yeah. Um, and we found that pushing out into the other smaller cities, they're not getting hit so hard. So we're different.
0: Yes. It's still genuine. Yeah. That makes sense. So one big thing from last time is you, you now moved into some, some other smaller markets outside of Atlanta. Yep. And you're seeing, are the margins still the same?
1: Uh, no you t- these are you know the 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 sales are there a little bit smaller yeah. um the the returns on it they're mostly rental markets so you're not doing the flips where you're gonna you know the, they're looking for those large returns but we're just we're just getting in there and we're able to provide um, bulk properties where provide a lot of properties yeah. in a short amount of time so that's kind of how we eat that up
0: that's good man um it sounds like a good turnkey market too then absolutely yeah. So. That's yeah. awesome, and
1: the, the the return on investment is like ridiculous. Like as far as rentals are concerned, yeah, like we're we're talking like fourteen percent or higher, which in Atlanta you'd be lucky if you get like a ten percent cap or something like that. We're we're like 14, 6 sometimes sixteen. Actually, I have a property in macon a person has got twenty two percent. So I mean, I mean that's net. So we're, we're those smaller markets are great. The only thing is that you're not getting the you don't get the luxury of saying hey i am in the atlanta market and that's cares. Where it is
0: yeah when it hits your bank it doesn't have it doesn't it, it spends no, the same there's no adult atlanta dollar bill <laughs> exactly yeah so that makes sense you need you need to be getting some uh some private money together and go in there and buy as much as you can i i, for I them do with I, them.
1: i'm really um holding off for that that market yeah, shift yeah it makes sense that's what i'm really yeah, looking but,
0: for but but 12 15 20% yeah. yeah, I mean, that's so that's great. The, the,
1: the other thing is that the, the single families, I've actually sold a couple of my single families. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to save and, and just get one of those, you know, nice 8 or 10 or maybe even 12-unit buildings and kind of want to move towards that. I have some ideas that yeah. I want to rock with that. Yeah. yeah,
0: so let's talk about short-term rentals. You yeah. know, I've, I I did a video here recently um, about the by Airbnb, Okay, and I broke down the first month and how it went and why it went that way. You've been doing something different, which I started to do myself, and that's kind of why I brought you in. I was like, "Listen, we got to do an update, but let's talk about some of this new stuff you're doing." And I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, it's working. Yeah. And my risk is very low. Mm -hmm. Um, you do need you do need capital because you're still responsible. Kind of explain what you're doing in the short-term rental game slash Airbnb game, which most people know it as.
1: Yeah. So most people are getting uh short-term rentals or airbnbs or like you said most people know them as and they're purchasing the property which means you got to come up with a down payment you got to deal with the mortgage insurance all that other stuff and it's a it's a hassle it's a process it's a longer process what we do is we find uh landlords that um are willing to rent their property to us knowing and this is one of the keys they have to know that we're going to use it as a short-term ro- rental property so we don't ever want to hide anything we don't ever
0: hide anything yeah. from the landlord right? i don't think there's no reason to like i've like a couple people when we did it, they were kind of like, mm, "What are you talking about?" But then after a while, they're like, "Oh, you're still gonna rent my property. You still yeah. It doesn't matter." So. And and
1: and we provide a lot of bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is that you know one of the biggest things, as you know, if, if you're, as a landlord, is that if. Uh, the The toilet is you know clogged up. Well, you got to handle that as a, as the landlord. Or if the small minor things break, um, you got to handle those. So we take care of the maintenance. We take care of pretty much all the basic maintenance, unless something happens um, that's yeah. you know so catastrophic. For your
0: four major stuff like yeah. roof, and AC, yeah, and... yeah,
1: those things. We will, but even those things we'll typically pay for that up front. So for example, if we have like a water heater that breaks, um, I can't rent that property out. So that means I'm losing money. So I will typically take care of that up front. And then it'll either come off the rent or the landlord will pay me on the back end. Um, but um, I need to have that property whole so I can put guests in it. So, so let's
0: ba- let's back up a little bit because I think we kind of jumped ahead. Yeah, is yeah. you're saying you are getting regular one year leases on properties?
1: Yep, rental arbitrage essentially what we're doing. So yep. you, oh
0: my goodness, and and that's why I like this. You, you're literally taking the only risk you have is that if it's empty, you're paying rent. Correct. So you're taking long-term rentals such as a regular rent house from a landlord mm-hmm. letting them know that you are a company that specializes in short-term rentals and you yep. want to rent their property so a landlord is in the long-term game period so he's offering you a property for 1200 bucks he's happy with that it's probably covering Correct. his PITI his mortgage yep and he's making some profit cash flow so you're paying down his equity and then he's receiving cash flow from these properties Absolutely. and they're okay with you saying, I'm going to rent it, I'm going to guarantee it, but I'm going to actually sublease it basically or turn it into short-term rentals.
1: Absolutely. Yep, that's exactly it. We and the key is to f- do your market research so you only go under contract or, or sign these agreements with properties that you you know the market and you know you're going to make your your money from it. How do you know? And that? there's so there's a couple different ways. One is the freeway. You can literally go on Airbnb um, it takes a little bit of time, but you can go through, and there's a way that you can set it up. It's kind of hard for me to explain it here, but you basically, we're going there, put no dates into your Airbnb in the area. So if you're looking at Atlanta, for example, don't put any dates, and then zoom in on a specific area where you're, you have interest in renting at, and then just do the uh, weekday average and the weekend end average for all those properties that are in that area. See how many of those um, are being rented. Because if you don't put the dates in there, you'll see, you'll see like it's it's, it's X'd out, mm-hmm. right? So you can kind of get a good feel for how many nights they're being booked. And you do that, you do an average for all the properties in a particular neighborhood and then take the low end of it. So if I can cover my rent plus $400, right? I know that uh, with my skill set, I know that I can make my property more marketable, so I'll make more money than. So I'm looking to cover my rent plus four hundred dollars because that takes care of my utilities and you know i um, paying for uh, you know short-term rental insurance and those type of things. So once I have that, uh, I understand. Okay, I have, a, I have a pretty decent neighborhood, and then mm-hmm. I just go ahead and do my thing where I can make it more profitable. So our goal, our goal is to have as close as possible to a hundred percent occupancy. And uh, we can typically get pretty close to that using some of the strategies that we have.
0: So that that's crazy. So when you say you are better at somebody else at getting the Airbnb rented out more times and yeah. getting closer, what does that mean? How do you do that? So
1: some of the things are as simple as knowing what to put in what not to put in an Airbnb. So um, if you understand, if you guys have ever, you know, used an Airbnb, yeah. what, do you, what do you make your decision off of? It's, okay, whether it's available, all right? Is it in your price point? So let's say you find those two things, and there's probably 30 properties that are in your price point and are available. Okay, so what stands out? It's the photos and reviews. People are booking based off of photos and reviews. So if your photos don't work, and if you're not actively optimizing your photos, if you a lot of people just put a photo up, and they'll leave it there. They're doing like a set it and forget it, and that's how they think their business should run where I'm constantly optimizing my photos to see which one's performing the best, which one am I getting the most hits off of. So your photos and reviews um, in those photos, some of those properties will do something like, um, I, I, it's like something that I think is mandatory, either having like a foosball table, a, um, a air hockey table, a movie screen projector, mm-hmm. or like an arcade, right? And the reason being is that those are things, and art, excuse me, an art added into it. So those are the things that are gonna make you stand up because every, every Airbnb has a bed, Mm -hmm. every airbnb has a couch and a kitchen they're all the same what makes mine different is that oh wow i can come here with my family and i can see my kids playing foosball and we gathering around and having an emotional attachment to that photo is going to say yeah we want that one instead of the ones that
0: are just look plain so you know these things from from basically trial and error
1: trial and error and just and, and honestly you know just um you know, paying for courses and going to and seminars
0: and learning this, and this speaking, skill. And speaking of other active Airbnb friends absolutely. that you have, yeah, so that's cool. So you're you're, it's, is this working for you? Would you say six figures a year?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then when you set it up right, set um, it the way I I I do it. I mean, you have your maid services ready to go, so you're not worried about. The biggest thing I was worried about in the beginning was, man, I got to go out and clean these places. Well, now they get a message that hey, this is a checkout date, right? And you need to go ahead and clean it between eleven and three. Really, eleven, and I want them out of there by two forty-five. But, um, well, so I don't have to worry about that. So, it's, once you get the hang of it, really, only thing I'm monitoring is the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm monitoring if 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 the beehive is coming. If Beyonce is coming to town, right? I, I know I need to. I need to. Yeah, uh, and that's something that I,
0: that's something that I do. I have. One of my Airbnbs is around a, a youth soccer field. Yeah. So I look at the tournaments and when people are coming. Also, I'm close to a, 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 a park that's owned by the county where a lot of weddings happen. Mm-hmm. So wedding season goes up. Um, yeah. Golf tournament goes yep. up. Yep. So just certain things around there that makes it go up. But so, you're, so are you basically saying you're pretty much a build it and pretty much your team or – your maid services or third-party services run that? What about messaging for 10 plus Airbnbs? Yeah,
1: so you're gonna, you're still gonna have um, some things where you still need to be involved in, mm-hmm. right? But there are some services out there that are guest relations services. So just think about it like when you log in or you walk into a hotel, there's that front desk concierge, right? Mm-hmm. They have services that are out there that handle those type of messages. And what you just gotta be prepared for is to set up all your standard messaging so they know okay when someone checks in give them this message this message this message right yeah. if someone asks a question about you know can they have more towels what is my what is my standard operating procedure what's my sop so they can answer all those questions for me so if a question gets to me it's because it's a it's something that really needs to be addressed it's, a yeah, it's pretty not big, standard yeah yeah
0: so you're using vas to do this
1: no, well they're well the company has their own vas but these are own different companies got it yeah okay
0: I'm using a service now which works pretty good. I don't have too many I don't have ten Airbnbs or so, but I'm using a service that you do put in your standard stuff. It sends automatic yeah. messages and stuff like that. Um but we're getting to the point now where we're hiring a virtual assistant. Just to handle stuff. That that's just a job. Yeah. And and then they're they're my person between there and that's pretty it's now in the budget now where we're getting like that.
1: Yeah yeah and, and th- that's something that you can do i always tell people when they start off start off with their their prices low so they can get reviews Absolutely. but as you start to um um build your business and start getting better better reviews you can actually pass a lot of those costs off so for example when they come to a stay they get you know bottled water everybody gets a bottle of water and a glass of wine right that all those prices are passed off mm-hmm. to to the end user. so something like that when you're you got your va it's just it's just a it's a math problem right yeah. you just got to figure out how much does it cost me on, on a monthly basis and how many how many guests do I plan on having you can actually add that cost into
0: now what know. I like about what you're doing is you're you're scaling this model of what you're doing and you're now having airbnbs in different states like yeah. Miami places that you know work so you're how what does that look yeah like? so we,
1: we we just got actually a place um um, I used to be a police officer, and there was a, a former police officer. She retired. She has a really nice condo down in Miami, mm-hmm. and um, I got word that she wanted to sell it. She was, she's been renting it, and she wanted to sell it, and so uh, we're in the process right now. I just spoke with her on the phone literally today. Um, it's right across from the AAA Center, right downtown Miami, like prime location, um, and I pitched her this idea, and this is kind of things that I, 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 that I do on a regular basis. We'll just you know, throw out the idea, and i give them two options. Typically, I'll say, "Hey, I'll pay you, you know, rent plus plus 100 or 200 bucks, mm-hmm. or I'll do a profit split." And a lot of them actually choose the rent plus 100, 200 bucks because their their mindset is so stuck on, "I just want to get my rent."
0: You take the risk. Yeah,
1: you take the risk, not knowing that I mean, this place I'll probably make somewhere between seven to ten thousand dollars a month. This one place because of where it's at. Um, so being able to do that, once you have everything set up, you can set something up in Miami and live in Atlanta, or you can set something up in LA and live somewhere else, right? It doesn't really matter as long as you have the processes set up.
0: So big, big, big thing that came across my table when I started, and I called you when I started getting Airbnbs, I thought I had to spend a lot of money putting furniture yeah. in these places. <laughs> Mostly real, right? yeah. And my last Airbnb was under, under $2,000. To furnish mm-hmm. the entire thing, yeah, and it's a three-bedroom, yep. two and a half bath, sleeps eight people. Yep. Um, talk about that. Like, what's what? How do you get some of your furniture and stuff like that? So just
1: like we were talking about when we were looking at your your spot, I was like, man, there's no point in you going. There's no reason to go to IKEA. No. Or anywhere else, you go to Goodwill, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Most of my stuff comes from those three. Facebook sources. Marketplace
0: was helpful. Oh my goodness! And man. and new beds were pretty cheap on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah, 115, yeah 120, boxes, something like and that. Queen size beds. So yeah. so, this is awesome. So where do you, where do you see this going for you? I know you are you're systemizing this. I'm coming to you for help. Um, you know, I put other people your way because they're doing it. It's just because at this point we're looking for cash flow. Yeah. Cash flow. Yeah, we don't own the asset, but that's fine. We don't have to own all the assets that create us cash flow. Absolutely. Um You're middlemanning, you're arbitraging somebody else's property and creating your own cash flow mm-hmm. without owning it. You don't get the benefits of ownership, but True. you get the but you get the cash flow. Where do you see this going? Because I'm, I'm sending people your way and other people are asking me how I'm doing. I keep sending them your way. Yeah. Where, where do you see so, it going?
1: So... Two, two different things. I, as you know, um, I, love, I love showing people this. I love, I'm really into helping people achieve mm-hmm. financial success. For me personally, what I'm trying to do is um, I kind of want to, again, get away from um, some of the single family home stuff. And I want to start getting in contact with, you know, someone like yourself who might own a 10-unit apartment building. Mm-hmm. And then partnering with them um, and showing them and say, hey, listen, you know, why don't you give me 50% of the, the building, your, your units in here? and we'll just turn it into basically essentially into a, a small hotel, right? Um, so doing that for myself and then showing people how to do the exact same thing is really the two things that I'm really pushing into the next next year or so.
0: Got it. And what about any regulations with city? You just you just check on those when you're
1: Yeah, so every, you know, Nashville is one of those cities, mm-hmm. uh, right, where they have some strict um, you know, Airbnb laws Charleston, South Carolina. Certain parts of Charleston you can't have and Airbnb, and we say Airbnb, but it could be short-term rentals, or anything everything yeah. like, right? It's like Kleenex. VRBO, tissue. exactly. Um, but, but there's also ways around that. And I found that um, some of these other um, creative ways, so everybody thinks about Airbnbs and VRBO, but you can get connected with an insurance company, right? Get it connected. So think how easy this is with, the, with technology and social media, right? You have LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I can go in and find out um, someone who's a representative at State Farm and connect with them and let them know, hey, I have short-term rentals for people. Maybe they have a fire and you need uh, to place somebody yeah. into a property. So even in some place like Charleston, where you can't do an Airbnb, I can I can rent my place out to an insurance company. And it, they actually typically pay almost the same amount or sometimes even more, yeah. they pay a lot actually. And you have pretty, you know, they're gonna get paid on time. And a lot of times they pay, you know, a couple of months, yep. you know, six, seven months. So there's ways of getting around those, some of those things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it's just an amazing, amazing way to, to earn some extra money and really earn a whole other living, really, honestly.
0: So when these cities ban Airbnb, they're banning, like, all these other companies to do the same thing as well?
1: Yeah, they, um, they just try to um, – it's really – Airbnb itself has really kind of – Hurt the bottom line of the, these major hotels, mm-hmm. and so these major hotels kind of get together.
0: They pay taxes though. Yeah, they pay a good amount. But a lot of cities are just collecting taxes from Airbnb now, as the same as hotel occupancy tax. Yeah,
1: but the the ones that aren't, right, the, and the ones that are getting more from the hotels, they're putting a big stink about it. So they, they try to just stop it all together. Um, you know, it's and it's okay. I mean, I get it. I, I get it. They, you know, if, if I spent a couple million dollars putting a hotel in the city and Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, you know, I'm 30%, you know, below where I was last year. I'd kind of be upset too.
0: You know, un- unfortunately, I see it as something that can't be stopped. I know they can try to regulate their way through it, but it's just like, you know, the, the Ubers. Yeah, the man. sharing economy. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's just part of it, man. If you took $10 million and built a hotel... Yeah, kind of. That's the risk you take. True. You know, there's no safe stop for a lot of industries, so I'm not sure why they do it for some of these ones. Well, I, I know why they do it, but they,
1: well, they they like to bring up some of the the you know some of the, the horror stories, right? Everybody remembers some of the bad things. Oh, this person, this happened in this particular instance. So we should, so for example, if someone gets hurt. There's a, a, um, a carbon monoxide um, leak or something like that, and someone dies in the Airbnb. They're gonna blow that up. Um, yeah, people to,
0: die in hotels every
1: day. You and I know
0: this, but <laughs> this
1: is their angle. When right? you were
0: police, how many bad responses uh, did you yeah, respond yeah. to a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get it, but I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. But I think eventually it's something they can't stop. And I think ultimately they can't stop a person for creating their own website to rent out their own property Very as true. they see fit. Yeah. And, you know, unless they just put some crazy regulations. And cities, some cities do. Yeah, they do. Um, they start taxing pretty heavy. It just, it's not going. I don't think it'll go that way for a long time. Too yeah. much regulation
1: well, we'll see. I mean, these lobbyists, hopefully it doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, in certain places, like I said, in Charleston, man, where they just shut it down. Like,
0: yeah, you can't have them. Yeah. So you are putting out a course to show people how to do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and specifically the the, sh- the short term rentals when it comes to renting a property and putting it and make it turn it into a short term rental slash Airbnb. Yeah. You're, you're creating a course for that. But. The course goes into detail about everything, is it?
1: Yeah, man, it's um, like, I don't hold anything back, right? Yeah. It's everything that you need to know in order to do this. So um, I firmly believe you can get a lot farther by doing this rental arbitrage thing versus you just trying to purchase a new property, right? Where I can do, get a property or two, two properties a month in some cases, if you, you, you have the funds to do it, at least every once a month, you can get a, a property. The time for you to take that, just, just the time for you to close on a house yeah um, would take longer than that but so pushing not, this
0: this is not something you just do when you got zero dollars
1: no you do need you need a little bit of yeah. uh, money because you got to pay you got normally you got to come with you know the price. first month the and deposit,
0: deposit and you got to buy the
1: furniture I always tell people you, you shouldn't spend for the entire house furnishing it and because you got to buy pots and pans yeah. and you know carbon monoxide detectors all those things add up less than three thousand dollars. Um, and then you can get into a property, have it furnished and then have it put up there. So I go through all that, everything that you need, all the basics that you need, and then the nice to haves that you also need. Um, but then it goes in how to, your pricing structures, how to, how to contact people to get you into the corporate world so you can get those corporate rentals, um, being able to tie into the convention centers to figure out their schedule, mm-hmm. so you can constantly stay booked, and that's the big thing. Is like, I mean, you are responsible now for the rent. That rent, whether or not you have, you know, nobody rents your property, or if you have, you know, 30 nights booked, yeah, um, you have to pay that rent. So, uh, making sure that every you they know exactly what to do when to do it, when the discount prices, uh, they there and mark things up. All those things are going to the course. Everything's there.
0: Yeah. Got it. So. This, I mean, this is this is interesting to me, because, but I, I look at the ideal person that this course would be good for is Either one, an investor like myself that has cash flow already mm-hmm. or has money already to do certain things like, you know, spend a few thousand dollars to get an Airbnb and it ready or somebody mm-hmm. that is W-2 mm-hmm. that wants to get into real estate but wants that cash flow to maybe maybe leave their W-2 but they have that W-2 income backing them up yeah, and they can go spend a few thousand dollars because this is not something you get into with zero dollars. You're taking on a rental property, you're furnishing it. Yeah, but you 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 make it easy by showing that person that qualifies for this how to go from, make, where to find these people that wanted these landlords, all the way to having your property almost 100% occupied.
1: Yeah, and I, I agree what you're saying, but I also understand that, and you know this, mm-hmm. right? If Someone wants something, they're going to find a way to do it. Oh, right? that's a So, you know, I mean, if they're a hustler, just put it like this. You're going to need whatever, because, you know, I don't know who's going to listen to this. Yeah. I don't know if they're in Atlanta or if they're in L.A. or New York. So whatever your normal rent is, um, times two, because first in security, plus about $3,000 to furnish it. So if you can picture whatever that is, um, you can say, okay… I either have that or I don't have it. If you don't have it, okay, what can I do
0: to get it? It's all about that hustle, that hustle thing. So I think think a cool tool, right? Because people listen to this and say, oh, my market don't have no Airbnbs. You would be surprised. There's this tool that I use called AirDNA. Yep,
1: I got AirDNA too. So
0: I want people that is listening to this right now that say, ain't no Airbnbs in my market. Go to to AirDNA.co, AirDNA.co and put in an address of a property that you see on Zillow or something, anything, put mm-hmm. in your address that you live at and it'll tell you the potential. And it takes data from yeah, actual from, existing Airbnbs yeah. from Airbnb's website. And it tells you, Hey, the properties around you are occupied 78% of the time. They make X amount a month. Yeah, And if they were on the market, all all month, they would make this.
1: And what I like about that is on the left-hand side, if you scroll down, I think it's like the second or third one from the bottom. This it room. says, like, top properties. Yeah. So it gives you, like, the top 12 properties or so in your market. And you can see, like, man, like, this house right around the corner is making an extra $70,000 a year. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's a really cool tool. You just just put in the city. Um, It's typically what you do. Just put in the city and it'll let you
0: know, you know, give you all of them in that particular area. I know one of our mutual friends, Christina, when I was in St. Louis, I did a pop-up actually stayed at an Airbnb. Mm. And when she came over, before we went to the rodeo, she was like, I I wholesale this property to this guy. And he completely remodeled it just to turn it into an Airbnb. Yep, That shows you the amount of money you can make. So he took a complete remodel, like $50,000 remodel, just to turn it into Airbnb. And I know I spent some good money staying there those couple nights. So Mm. man, Airbnb or short-term rentals the game. I know there's traveling nurses' um, oh, websites. So you know what's you... a
1: really good one? is the, um, There's a guy in Georgia. Um, he, he rents out to Georgia Tech foreign exchange students. This is some free game, right? So they, they pay $150 per bed per week. So he has a three-bedroom where he has two sets of bunk beds. So that's four beds per room per bedroom so that's a total of 12 bedrooms all paying 150 dollars per week right and so they pay on the month ahead of time what is that is
0: that legal yeah it's legal <laughs> it's actually legal actually because you
1: have to get approved through the school
0: yeah yeah i'm just saying like, yeah but it's, i'm it's, not living in a room with It's but you gotta legal. understand
1: like a lot of the, the the foreign exchange students where they're coming from they're like man they get to come to somewhere like this where it's, it's a nice house yeah it's, You know it's so this my point to it is like this this the short-term rental game a lot of people just box it in as airbnb but like i said you got corporate rentals you got insurance you got
0: And do you talk about this in your course yeah
1: yeah we talk about all that stuff on how to set up and who to talk to when you know what to say to them so
0: So that's that's comforting knowing that you're not depending on just airbnb to build your properties yeah makes perfect sense yeah
1: airbnb is kind of like the standard you know because it gives you a good you know blueprint right Mm -hmm. but once you have that down, you can
0: you can transfer it over to any one of those other strategies. That's dope, man. Where can we find this course when it's done? Or you done? Are you you done with it? Yeah. Event? So
1: so we're done. We just got to oh, okay. put it up there. Yeah. We just got to put it up there. So, but we're actually going to be
0: doing a um,
1: a uh, a live event on September second. So okay. Then go to strplaybook.com dot or um, on the live on um, September second. We're going to be doing a live webinar. We're really going to just kind of show and give away a lot of free okay. information. Um, you know,
0: cause
1: I, I'm, 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 I'm like this, like you, man. Yeah. I just, I like to just teach, man. I like yeah. to give people information. You choose to do whatever you want to, but now you can't say you don't know.
0: So September 2nd, September 2nd, free webinar, free showing webinar. how the course works and see if it's a right fit for you before you even got to purchase the course. Absolutely. And yeah. S strplaybook. Tr- to see all that information. Yep, you I love it. it, man. It's always good catching up with you. Yeah, man. Definitely. Glad you're doing your thing. Yeah, nice Thanks for swinging uh, through, man,
1: all, just, bro. I, I always, <laughs> I always shout you out, man. Is it's due to this man right here um, that uh, that I'm here where I'm where I'm at, man. Just appreciate being it. following around. It's been awesome experience for me. And,
0: and you're definitely going to be at We Live Twenty in Atlanta. Absolutely, no question. Oh, no doubt. It's going to be like my fam- back. Family reunion, back right? Right there. Come family on, family reunion. <laughs> Cool, man. So listen, I appreciate every single person that is listening to this podcast. It is it is from the bottom of my heart when I say thank you. If you're on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. If you're listening out on iTunes, please give me a five-star rating. I'm begging you. It helps me move up further in the chain so I can keep awesome. giving you this free game. And uh, if you're on YouTube, please leave a comment. Tell me what you like so much about this. And don't forget to go to short-term S-T-R, S-T-R 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 Playbook. com. Yep, there you go. All right, man. i see you guys on the other side. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite Podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat.